You are listening to the Curtis King Podcast. Welcome, music producers, to the Curtis King Podcast. It has been a second since we've done an episode of the Curtis King Podcast, but damn it, music producers, we're back. Welcome and congratulations for making it to 2021, because we know that's a hell of an accomplishment after that crazy, nut-ass 2020 year. And we don't have to go back to old stuff, but I just want to congratulate you for making it. If this is your first time listening and or watching the podcast, I want to say welcome. This is a music producer podcast specifically that focuses on the mental health of music producers. As I go through my own mental and spiritual growth that obviously contributes to the music it all contributes to the music. I like to steer. I like to share these anecdotes, share these stories. And so if you're a listener on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Anchor, wherever you're listening to it, make sure that you subscribe. If you like what you hear, if you want to watch this video and see some facial reactions and some beautiful aesthetics behind me, then go to my Curtis King TV YouTube channel at CurtisKingTV.com and come check us out. Come kick it with the community. See what everybody else is talking about. And then we also got some great stuff that happens on the YouTube on a weekly basis. Now, for the last seven, let's say almost eight months since I've done a podcast episode last, what the hell have I been up to? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to say during this time, this time off from not just the podcast, but from Curtis King, the marketing head, Curtis King, the inspirational, I want to say the inspirator, that ain't even a damn word, the motivator. In my break from that, right, there's some things you can't help but be. But in my break from being that in a content space, I, I, I'd like to say that I missed doing the podcast. And I didn't. I didn't. I, I ain't, no, ain't going to cap nothing. I ain't miss shit. I didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. It ain't you. It ain't you. <laughs> it's all about the production of this podcast. And it's all about the fact that it just... Every single week, if I'm dumping out all my thoughts, what am I really learning? And if I'm using all of my time that I have only have three days during the week that I work because I alternate with my wife on her. You know, she has her work days where she works for her own business. But if I'm only doing three days out of the week, time is precious, man. Time is precious. Not to mention, I've been doing Saturdays with the music producer power course students and making sure that we have our mastermind meetings uh, for those that are understanding of that and know what's going on with that. But time has just been to the point where I was like, yeah, I don't know how I can fit that in. Uh, the, the, the podcast is something that can consume a few hours. You talk about the editing and the export and taking my computer hostage when it's rendering <laughs> and all that good stuff. It can take a chunk of time, but I, it wasn't even just that. It wasn't even that. That was a huge part of it, but it wasn't even just that. I got tired of hearing my voice. I got tired of seeing my face. I got tired of my damn thumbnails. I got tired of being the guy that's, yeah, I've got something to say about that. And I got to be in my own troll, my own heckler of myself. What have you done is what I yelled from the back of the audience. Yo, hey, hey, partner. Hey, 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 all that advice and shit is cool. But what, what, what you done lately? What, let me hear your beats. 
And I started to say to myself, you know, what value is this advice that I give to music producers if I'm not currently testing it out? Right. Because a lot of the information I give uh, causes me to look in hindsight at years of just being in, in this industry and doing what I've been doing as a producer. But many times I when I when I go on a bit of a radio silence from social media and the podcast, I learn so much. But learning is only the first step of it. Right. Learning it and then immediately teaching it. I know they said that's a tool that's really great for you to retain it. But I feel like you don't even understand what you're learning. You need a second to let that simmer. Right. You need a second for that to be something that you sleep on and you wake up the next morning. You say, "Okay, do I still feel the same way about that thing that I learned? And then you put it in practice. Right. You actually go and test it out. And you're like, hmm, the first few times it wasn't quite hitting the way I thought it would. And then afterwards it hit a little bit better. But that's my point is that with so little time in between the content development and the actual story that I need to live through, the actual life that needs to be lived for me to have content, <laughs> there's so little time in between it when you're trying to produce content or trying to try, not even try to produce, when you're trying to document things, but you're not having an opportunity to digest it, to live it. And I got to a place where I was documenting so much that it just didn't even feel real. It was like, am I doing this because I'm documenting it? Or am I doing this because this is what I would do on a Thursday or a Tuesday or a Saturday? And instead of getting in my head about it, instead of putting myself in a downward spiral like I did at the end of 2019 when I had, as I dramatically put my pre-pandemic where I shut myself off from the world and you know went on a deep spiritual journey in my living room, <laughs> uh, reading through many different books. Shout out to Ryan Holiday for these amazing books that I read through uh, Stephen Kotler, who we had on here as a guest uh, watching his YouTube uh, uh, speeches and Ted talks. Instead of going back down that downward spiral, which I did a lot of documenting of ironically on the podcast last year, I was like, what is this time? What What is the fourth quarter of the year? Why is it every time we get to the fourth quarter of the year, I get in a headspace that wants to, get away from things that does not want to engage with human beings. It actually becomes very irritable with human beings. Yes, that includes you. Okay. No offense. Not you personally, but it includes you. Right. Even people coming in the DMS that was like, yo, Curtis, you such an inspiration. You were inspirator. You was annoying too. I get to a place where I don't want to hear. I want to hear shit from nobody. Right. If it ain't my immediate family, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. I just, I get tired of people after if I'm being, if I'm being real, I get tired of people. And I'm like, what is it about the fourth quarter of the year, the last quarter of the year, right? Getting in that October, November, December time period. And I could not really make sense of it. But what I did know I needed to do before I, I digitally strangle somebody was take a break, get away from things. What actually gave me a little bit more safety and encouragement to do it was the fact that the music producer power course did so damn well, right? I've never sold a course that sold that much. It literally damn near five times <laughs> my highest selling course uh, that I've ever had in a week. 
and I just, just blew me away. But that gave me a bit of some change to sit on, right? Some some money to sit on and, and gather my thoughts with. But it got me to thinking, regardless of what your financial situation is, regardless of what it is that you're pursuing, if you are from January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, all 12 months, if you are pumping out product after product, beat video after beat video, YouTube video after YouTube video, tutorial after tutorial, podcast after podcast. If you are pumping out all this content, if you are engaging with the positive and engaging with the negative, which I do suggest engaging with all of it because they're all human beings who are giving you the the, the attention, right? Uh, which you should be grateful for. After doing all that, you will grow fatigue. You'll grow fatigue of the journey. And what makes us so unique in this is that we push our bodies like professional athletes. We push our minds, right? We output our music and we we expect the utmost. I mean, at least those of us that really take this shit serious. We push ourselves to the limit to max out ourselves as producers and we do it the way professional athletes do, yet we don't take off seasons. We don't have off seasons as producers. Bringing that up, people may even start laughing at the idea of a producer needing an off season. Fool, you sit down with your keyboard and your chair, your little gamer chair. You know what I'm saying? What you do? You, you, your eyes need a break from all the LED lights in the background. Is that what that is? You need a break. You tired? For real? You tired? You can't just stretch your legs out and go back and do it again. For real? For real? It's kind of laughable. But then when I got to doing it, I was like, you know what? After going through the first three quarters with all that steam, right? And ending on a very powerful fourth quarter. I'm not saying just let the fourth quarter go. But I'm saying if you're exerting enough energy those first three quarters of the year that builds you into a better place, right? Positions you into a better place than you were a year before. When do you have an off season? I'm not talking about just a weekend. I'm not talking about going on a, a vacation. I'm not talking about, you know what I'm saying? Because no matter what, life still goes on. And there's other aspects of life that pull your energy and pull at you and pull at your mind. And once you get the ball rolling, anybody who's selling beats right now, anybody who's uh, you know, marketing a product as a producer, anybody who's doing any kind of social media or any content, you know, once you get it going, that's before the real work actually starts. Because once you have an audience and customers that need you to respond to them because they're investing their hard earned money, it's hard to turn it off. And I'm thankful for building up a team. Shout out to the homie Spence. Shout out to uh, who's my Spence is my executive assistant. Shout out to Melvin, who is now my video editor. Uh, it it makes life a bit easier and it puts your mind at ease and it gives you the the opportunity to take an off season. And so instead of me going on that 2019 down spiral that I went to, which I'm very thankful for because it, you know, it broke me down to build me up. It killed off the old me for good and gave me this new me. But instead of doing that again, I said, well, how can I do this differently? And so I started to think. I think December's need to be my off season. What do you do during off season as a professional athlete? And mind you, 
what gave me this thought is me watching my Lakers come back and, you know, man, damn, we looking good. Our team looking good. The defense is looking sus, but shit, we looking good, right? But seeing how they said this is the fastest offseason turnaround from season to season that there's ever been. And I think it was like 52 days since the last NBA Finals game, right? And then they had to get right back to the grind of the beginning of the season. It's the shortest ever. 52 days in the perspective of an athlete is just like that. Your body has not recovered. You got injuries that you're still dealing with, right? You you, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you probably got some sweaty socks and drawers that ain't been washed in 52 days. You know what I'm saying? If you're nasty. But you probably still got, it's still fresh is my point. For a producer, don't it feel like career suicide to just take a week off? 52 days? Are you kidding me? But you know what? I did it. Not 52 days, but I took about 30 days to go on what I would say. How, how can we put this in producer terms? So you got you got your uh, your full version of your plugin and you got your light version, your L-I-T-E version, right? You got your light version, not L-I-G-H-T. I know how to damn well spell, but you don't have that, 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 that the, you know, the plugin world. It's light, L-I-T-E. But I was like, you know what? Let's go Curtis Light. Super light. What does that look like on social media? I ain't putting up nothing on here with no damn words, no letters, no memes, no, no. Hey, leave an emoji in the comments if you guys are rocking with. I'm not doing none of that head ass shit. Right. We did enough of that throughout the year. I'm not doing nothing for engagement. I'm not even trying. I ain't trying to do nothing except for share document what I'm already doing, which was working on beats. And in what way was I doing it on the live stream? thankful i am so thankful for the flocation live stream that we do on my youtube channel every tuesday and thursday because had it not been for that i wouldn't have had nothing to go up there but what i did was i said well what am i already doing and enjoying i'm enjoying making music is there a way to marry this off season but still produce a light version of your campaigning and that's what i did I initially got the idea from observing some of my favorites, like the homie Stolen Drums on his YouTube channel. His he looked it looked like a damn movie. If you go watch his live streams, it is a movie. It is a movie. It don't look like a movie. It is a movie. Cinematography. He needs to get an Oscar for the cinema for the <laughs> best picture. That that needs to go to him. If there was some awards on YouTube, that's to him. Um, but I took a note out of that, and 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 I, honestly, his social media and a few other producers I saw, it was like. They're producers. This is what they do. Right. If I go to your page and I if I go to your page, look at your first six or seven pictures and can't figure out what you do. Is that good or bad? I'm going to leave that up to you. Right. If I'm inquiring about your business, inquiring about your services and somebody tags you. Yo, shout out to the homie Curtis King. He's super dope. And that's all they say. And you go to my page and say, what the hell is he dope at? And why is my friend saying such good things about them? And they go to your page and the first six page, the first six posts on your Instagram is selfies. What you do? You a photographer? <laughs> you a lover boy? You a professional lover boy? Like what you doing? You, you, you doing like duck lips and shit. <laughs> what you doing? What, what do you do? What do you do? And they look at your description and you being, you know, super artsy and you're like, Life's a journey. <laughs> Live life to the fullest, like mine say. Don't know what the hell you do. 
And then you be confused about why you're not building your audience or why nobody knows what you're doing or why nobody is respecting your product because you don't even look like you respect your product, right? And so I got to thinking, I need to simplify this, right? I need to stop trying to be my own version of 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 Les Brown slash Gary V slash producer nor slash yeah tony robinson i need to stop it just what do you do fam what brings you joy but before i could do that i had to actually ask myself that and dive into the very thing that brings me joy you want to know what makes me more happy than doing any of this other stuff any of the other content and all that because we're gonna get back to that making beats that's just tight like it's, it's tight as fuck like i have so much fun so much fun in these Tuesday and Thursday live streams with my friends. And I call them I call them my friend because they anybody that hangs out with me for seven or eight hours, which these streams do go. OK, I'm not exaggerating. Anybody who does that and you know what I'm saying? They they they, they they're having conversations it's like, like people just come to there just to just to kick it and talk to each other and be cool. It'd be some weirdos every once in a while. But I got moderators now. And they snipe your ass out of there. You ain't going to last long. Bye. Pew, 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 pew. You be gone. That's that's what the guns are like. Pew, 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 pew. You be gone. Okay. <laughs> but shout out to them because they make it something where it's like. That's what I need to recharge. That's what I need to go at the next year with the ferociousness, the hunger. The 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 consistency that I am known for. It comes off the strength of me taking time to breathe, to refocus, to plan, and then to execute. And now, my biggest thing this year, because you know I don't do New Year's resolutions, but I always have a phrase that I loosely base everything that I do in that year off of. This one happens to be courtesy of the homie Aaron Barber. I told myself, well, he was giving me instructions about the piano, which is something I'm going to talk about that after we do our commercial break. But um, he told me something as I'm learning how to play the piano and and I'm using melodics, which is fire as hell. They're not a sponsor, but they're fire as hell regardless. Um, Is he told me, he said, you know, because I'm showing him things that I'm that I've learned. And he said. Well, one thing I would love to share with you is go slow so you can go fast. And I'm like, what kind of Ricky Bobby quote? (laughs) I'm just proud to say that. But I'm like, go slow to go fast. What does that mean? And in the context of piano, it makes a lot of sense, because if I'm learning scales and there's a certain way that I play my major scales when I'm going up and down a scale, and I play my minor scales that helps me to audibly identify that's that's where it goes minor on the scale. That's where it goes major. The way I play it just helps me to know what scale I'm in as I'm playing my beats. But as I'm going through them and I'm showing them, you know, all the finger techniques and stuff that Melodics has taught me. He's like, that's really good. But he's like, I know you want to go fast, but really good lesson in piano is to go slow so you can go fast. And so, you know what I started to do? I said, you know what? I need to apply that not to just piano, but in life. So many times, you know what? I'm getting ready to get into it. Let me hold off. 
Let's go to a commercial break sponsored by none other than the Slap Experts and Flocation. I'll see you in a second. You have longevity being polarizing, doing the opposite thing of what's going on, if that's what you are. Jumping in this? Well, let's make it a collab then. Oh, there it goes. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Let's go, Aaron. Oh, I do believe we got a guitar, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been blessed with the presence of. Location. Live stream by Curtis King airing every Tuesday and Thursday only on Curtis King TV. Okay, music producers, shout out to the sponsors. Who is just it's just us? It's just us. We the sponsors. We 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 the sponsors. We we the sponsors. We own that. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Anyways, I was getting into the topic of understanding the necessity of going slow so that you can go fast. I had an epiphany in the middle of me in my off season in December. For the majority of my career, although I have dedicated the work, put my feet to the pavement, put my money where my mouth is, right? Not in my mouth because that money is dirty, but I've took my risk. I've lived the life that I have talked about, right? tried to be as authentic as I could be in the process of this. In the midst of this, I also adapted, most times knowingly, sometimes unknowingly, magic tricks. Where the hell are you going with this, Curtis? Magic tricks is what I have adopted over the years. What are magic tricks in the context of music production? As music producers, we all have our secrets our secret sauce, the goofiest damn term in the damn industry, uh, secret sauce. You know what I'm saying? We all got our, we all got our thing that we do. Right. And a lot of times we discover these things as shortcuts from actually learning how to do it the right way. But damn it, you know, it, it feels good. It, it sounds good to us. We barely notice any difference between what they say you're supposed to do it, how, you know, more professional experienced engineers or producers tell you you're supposed to do it like this. We'll try it out. Right. And many times that experimentation evolves the culture. It uh, gives us the opportunity to grow ourselves and then also find our own sound and characteristics in our music. So it's not a bad thing, but there are some things that there's just no getting around. Right. 
And if you say that you want to advance and that you're always forever growing, even when you find your sound, there's a level of comfortability that you can achieve that can stunt your growth, even in finding your sound. Because the purpose of you finding your own lane is not just to drive aimlessly down the road. The purpose of you finding your own lane is for you to do donuts in that hole. Let's be doing donuts, drifting. Show me something fancy. You know what I'm saying? Like, show me you in your bag. Don't show me you got a bag. Show me you in your bag. What does that mean? I'm in my bag. What does that mean? Show that to me in the context of your production. And so I think a part of you being in your bag, staying in your bag, is evolving your bag. Right? Adding some features to that bag. Figuring out different crevices of that bag. But in order to do that, you have to. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And part of that is. Being able to look at the magic tricks that you have conducted over the years that you have demonstrated and people have been in awe of. Oh, my God, his drums are so fire. Curtis, your drums are so fire. They're so I don't know who talk like that, but one of y'all do. Instead of me saying, yeah, yeah, that's just my thing. You know what I'm saying? That's my thing. That's what I do. There's a part of me that says, I think that they can not only be bigger, but I think they can sit in the mix prettier. I think they can sit in the mix even better. I think that I can figure out a way or learn a way, whether it be through compression, whether it be through, you know, some other forms of clipping. I feel like I can learn something new another way to do it that is going to help me evolve my sound so that when i look at myself in 2019 as a producer i'm like yo those are dope and there's a dope for their own reasons but that mix ain't touching this mix in 2021 i want to evolve like that i want to get all up in that i'm trying to you know what i'm saying i'm like a kid on christmas i'm trying to look it all in the bag you feel me? He like, okay, I got a PS5. Thank you, mama. Hold on. Let me make sure ain't no, ain't no GameStop card in here. Or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some extra stuff in here just in case, you know, I can get a headset as a controller or whatever. I'm trying to get all in that bag. I need to see what's in there. And so I think a part of that is challenging yourself on all them damn magic tricks you know you're doing. Some of the magic tricks are going to forever be that because this is who you are. But some of them, you know that they could use a good revisiting. Some of the magic tricks you've been doing have you got away with it. You got away with it for a long time. Now it's over. Because <laughs> you say so, Curtis. No, no, I'm just saying it's over now. Well, at least that's what it is for me. I got to a place where I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. I want to really learn this the way that I learned it. Not saying that it's wrong, but I want to learn more. I want to learn how to bring this out even more. I want the same feeling that I got the first time I heard uh, A Boss's Life by Dr. Dre and Snoop. When I heard the mix on that beat, I, it was like the first time my brain recognized stereo imaging. <laughs> it was the first time my brain was like, and prayers to, to Dr. Dre, by the way, because I know he just had um, at the recording of this, he, he uh, went to the hospital for brain aneurysm. But when I first heard that beat, I said, oh, shit, I, I've been mixing all wrong. 
<laughs> We've all had that moment. I'm sure there's something that you heard that just put, pu- pulled you into that headspace. But that was the beat for me, right? Maybe even grinding by the clips and NERD kind of took me there too. But when you hear it and it's like, yo, that's more than velocity. That's more than just being loud. Like that, something about it just sits pretty. It don't sound pretty, but it sits right. It sits pretty. It just, uh, that's, that's it. Same thing with vocal, mixing vocals, right? I used to, you know, part of my magic trick in, in mixing my own vocals would be like, you know what I'm saying? It gives it a raw appeal not to have all this other stuff on it. Nah, it's just dry. That's it. That's it. That's the magic trick. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got no reverb. But then as you start to not just recognize that you need to actually learn these things, but when you realize, damn, this actually sounds just as good as what I was doing, but even better. Huh? I wonder what else I can do. Then you get curious. Instead of feeling overwhelmed by all of these technical terms of production, you get to that headspace where you're like, this is pretty damn tough. This, this is pretty damn tough. Like, I understand the concept of it. It took me, I'm not gonna lie, and this is recent too, and this almost sounds embarrassing to say, it took me probably about 12 videos to really understand compression, specifically our compressor, uh, Waze plug-in. You know, not that I didn't understand on paper what it was saying, but there were so many things that felt like they were overlapping, the ratio to the attack and just, just like, what you, what you mean? Is the ratio at it? How, how fast is it? What are you talking about? But after going through the videos multiple times and, and oh, okay. Then going and experimenting. Oh, hello. Going in there and actually listening to what it actually does. It brought the best of both worlds. What I, what I learned through trial and error mixed together with the technical learning is what brought me into a, a, a good synergy between the two. And so I'm realizing, yeah, okay, you know what? Let's go slow and actually learn it because it ain't a fast process. When you when you dedicate yourself to actually sitting down there and learning it, it's not going to just come to you, right? It's not going to be just like a one minute, two minute tutorial you see on one of your social medias or video like, hey, this advice in one minute, it just, it just not, ain't going to be like that. It ain't gonna be, that's not how you're going to truly learn it. It's going to teach you some things, but you're not going to learn it like that. You got to, at some point, dedicate yourself to sitting down and learning at a very, very basic level. What does this do? Why is it? Why is it necessary? And then have somebody. Hopefully you find somebody that that teaches you it. Uh, But see what they're all saying for compression. I kept hearing the word glue together better. It helps glue the sounds together better. What the hell does that mean? Right. And then when I heard what compression does in the context of a vocal that is that has, you know, different ranges or different velocities. Right. It, uh, I believe is different dynamic range when there's a, there's a dynamic range. When I when I when I know that a voice can go really, really long, really, really high in it. But a compressor brings those highs up and meets those high or brings those lows up and meets the highs at a place where. Um, they hit a certain threshold or a certain wall, and you could determine how that sound is in is uh is then outputted. I was like, that makes sense. You just basically smashing shit down and pulling shit up until it all feels like a cohesive 
piece of sound. <laughs> okay, I got that. I, nobody explained it that way, though. And I had to really sit with it to understand, well, how does that work in the context of what I'm doing? And so that's where I'm at. I am going slow this year to go fast. I want to learn how to vocal mix. I want to learn how to play the piano. Like I want to really sit down there and know how to play through my keys. I want to play Neo Soul. I be wanting to play Neo Soul vibes so much. This is where my heart is at. I love Neo Soul music. But I got to learn my scales. And not just learn them one time. I've done literally on melodics. They, they, they have them separated into sections of beginner, um, you know, uh, advanced, intermediate, whatever. I did my first beginner level stuff, a thousand reps, every scale that's in there. I'm not complaining. I'm going slow to go fast. Getting rid of the magic tricks. The magic tricks are all about speed. Right? Slide of hand. Do, do, do that again. <laughs> Chris Tucker voice. Do that shit again. Like we talking to uh, Jackie Chan. When Jackie Chan did, did a move, he did a move. He's like, do that again. Like that's that's the magic. That's magic. But at some point, in order for Jackie Chan to do that, even in real life, he had to go slow. Boom, boom, boom. Take the gun. Boom, boom. To go fast. And so that's where I'm at with it. I'm ready to go slow, to go fast. It don't sound exciting. It don't sound sexy to people. But you got to realize all you folks making New Year's resolutions, a year is long. I should not have to tell you that after last year. Last year should explain everything. A year is a long time. And if you fall off after doing your New Year's resolution, that's fine. Pick it up. Go back again. Won't nobody know. Even if you announced it, delete it. I'm just playing. <laughs> delete that post and keep going. But go slow to go fast. You know, you take that as you want to take it. But that is something that is definitely helping me to get a comfortable, not even a comfortable pace, but get me in a place where I'm I'm respecting. I'm respecting my time, but also respecting the fact that I'm wasting time by not just doing it right the first time. I'm wasting time not doing it right the first time. All I had to do was take my time. Perhaps that's a byproduct of me turning 36 this year. I don't know. I'm turning 36 January 23rd. Maybe that's a byproduct of that. I don't know. Doesn't I, I don't really look at things in context of age, but I'm grateful to be here nonetheless. And I'm ready to take things slow so that one day after practice, very slow practice, consistent, but very slow practice. I could speed it up a little bit. And then as I speed it up, those who have not dedicated the slow practice time will look at that in amazement and say, damn, how did you get so fast on that? Well, I went slow to go fast. Shout out Aaron Barber for that one. Once again, this has been another episode of the Curtis King podcast. We are back. I hope you really enjoyed this episode back. Um, as I start to do it and explain these topics, it, it, it does give me a space to dump these thoughts out. And I'm actually glad to be back. I was, talking, I was talking to my stuff earlier, but I'm glad to be back. Um, it's kind of fun to set all this stuff up again and get to editing and all of that stuff. But if this was your first time experiencing it, I have to encourage you once again, make sure you hit the subscribe 
uh, button on whatever platform you're, you're on and make sure that you're getting these episodes on a regular basis. Hit the five star rating on this. Leave a comment. We love all of that stuff. Stuff is going to help us move up in whatever chart system that you are currently listening to it on. If you would like to watch the video form of this and see some facial reactions, I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> I'm just playing. Come see you. Come see us over here at CurtisKingTV.com uh, and join the rest of the community. Right. It's a really dope kind, warm, authentic, real as hell community that I think you're going to really enjoy. If you enjoy topics like this, we all kind of have our own dialogue back and forth on it. I don't have anything for you to leave in the comments, but I would love to hear where you're at in terms of your headspace after going through such a crazy ass year as last year. Uh, I'm curious, are you in a good place? Are you excited about some of the things that are happening this year? You know, uh, we I'm going to make sure that I do my best to offer you the encouragement, uh, whether it be through the podcast or just through our live streams, which we definitely want to see you on that side of things really, really soon. But like I always say in this life, you will not be full of life until you decide to live life to its fullest. Once again, it's Curtis King of the Curtis King Podcast. Have a good one.